Hello and welcome to another episode of The Legal Breakdown. Today I'm going to talk to you about the planning process and adding value to your land. Not the planning process directly, but dealing with either developers or selling the land with option agreements, uplifts, overages, promotion agreements or hybrid agreements between them all. So, let's start with what an option agreement is. An option agreement leaves the planning and marketing process largely in the hands of any developer or any person wanting to develop the land. It is a contract which landowners agree to sell the land to the developer if the the developer or the purchaser decides to buy it with a fixed option period of when they can purchase such land. The price will either be fixed or calculated when the developer exercises such option. It can be made reference to the market value of the land at that point. The developer's right to buy the land will usually be conditional in achieving planning permission either at the outline planning permission stage or full planning permission stage, or sometimes on completing the development, or before. Or the condition that I like to add when I do such um, agreements is by adding a clause once the diggers start on the land or the land is broken. That is to the benefit of the developer, not the landowner. Both of which will enhance the value of the land because the ultimate value of the developer land will not be clear when the price is agreed. The option may include provisions regarding an overage on top of a standard option. This will allow the landowner to share in the end value by requiring the developer to prepare pay a proportion of the uplift in the value to the landowner. So, what we have here is many options. You can have an option agreement on its own to be the case of, for example, the developer has five years to get planning permission and they agree a price of, let's say, £250,000. And that's it. So, at the start of the option, a £1 consideration would normally be paid. The landowner can use the land possibly subject to agreement and the developer will go out and get planning permission either to the outline planning stage which is basically suggesting how many properties or industrial units could go on the land to full planning stage which would be full designs of all the properties with conditions such as drainage and roadways being in place before the properties could be occupied or the council signing off such plans for the end of the development. What this means is you have given your land away for five years to a developer for £1 consideration and if they meet the certain level which is in their hands and not the landowner's hands they will then pay you £250,000 if they decide to exercise the option. If they do not decide to exercise the option I would always put a condition in the option agreement that any work that they have done will come to you at no cost. So then you could go ahead and do the planning yourself or do another option with another developer so they don't have to start from scratch. Then you have what's called an overage, which is also called an uplift. And as I said in my earlier opening, this can be added to an option agreement. But for now, I'm just going to keep it separate because then I will come to hybrid agreements. So what an uplift overage is, is if you decide to sell the land, let's say in this case for £20,000, and when the new owners want to go and get planning permission to build 10 houses on the land for instance the land value if they are granted planning permission goes up 
and when they finish the development it's obviously higher. What you want to gain from this is you want to gain some value because you've only sold the land for £20,000 and now it's worth £250,000. So what you would do in the transfer when you sell the land as a condition is if the transfer E, being the buyer, or successors in title, get planning within the next 10, 25 years. 25 is normally the max, the courts don't seem to like it over 25 years. Then you will gain an uplift of percentage of your choice anything that's say 50%. So how you do that on the calculation would normally be you sold it for 20, it's now worth 250,000. Take 20,000 off the 250, now we're down to 230,000. They will be normally allowed to take off the cost of gaining such planning, let's say another 30,000. Then that leaves a net profit to the transferee of 200,000 pounds you are entitled to £100,000 of that based on the option, sorry, overage uplift that was agreed at the time of sale. Now we can get on, they're simple agreements and easy to implement. They can be difficult to enforce and if they're not drafted correctly, there can be an issue with the enforceability. So make sure you take expert advice on the drafting. Make sure there is a clause in there to protect you with anything they do with the land so they get permission from you on anything that they do. You can even put in that you want to approve the planning permission to get the maximum value of the land. Then we have hybrid agreements. So as I said earlier, you can have an option agreement where the developer takes the option to do, get the land, give you a certain price. On top of that, you could then have an uplift or overage in that agreement to then get the added value on top of what was agreed at the beginning so you basically would do it you get a fixed price of 250 and then anything over let's say a million pounds the land's worth you get 20 or 30 percent of so it gives the developer a protection of profit and it also gives you an extra income if that land is worth over those premiums obviously the figures would be decided by a surveyor and specifically worked down to the nitty-gritty details so they are all the options you have then to implement them we will talk about promotion agreements separately. Implementation of them. They can either be active at two stage, three stages. Pre-planning, uh, sorry, outline planning applications. If they get outline permission, the agreement then becomes active. So they would have to pay you the two hundred fifty thousand for the promotion agreement, or give you the percentage difference of the land value on the uplift overage. Full planning permission or when they put the diggers in the ground. There is a fourth option, but I don't normally do this with clients. The reason being that could be years away and most of my clients would like it at the full planning stage at the latest or when the diggers start. You could get the uplift value of the land once completed. However, the developers don't like that either because it can also bring their profit margin down. You could put in that you get an option agreement at full planning or outline and then you get a percentage of profits at the house sale stage. There's always that option. And so you basically can play around with these agreements and amalgamate them if you choose to, to give you the best benefit. But if you're gonna do this, make sure you've got the expert advice from lawyers and the expert advice from surveyors to give you the values that you're expecting going forward. Don't just take the developer's word from it for it and make sure you get the right protections. If I can be any help with this, Alliance Legal, is alliance my my email address is joshua at alliancelegal.uk 
and phone number is 01548434009 and I'm happy to have an open discussion with you. Now let's go on to promotion agreements. The landowner in this case works with the developer with a shared aim of maximising land value and achieving a sale. The landowner is not committed to selling the land at any point, so can wait to see how much the planning and promotion process adds to the value of such land before making any decision. Most promotion agreements, though, allow the promoter, once it hits a certain stage, such as outline or full planning permission, to be able to then sell the land on and give the landowner a minimum value of what the land should be worth. So let's say they have a minimum value requirement of a million. Anything over that million they get 5-6% on top of, and they give the promoter all his costs back and then they share profits there's a multiple choice of ways of doing that like an overage or uplift the developer will get an agreed share of the eventual sale proceeds so will share the landowner's desire to achieve the highest possible price the key differences here are with a promotion agreement the landowner involvement is very high with an option agreement um, and an overage the developer really has it contracted out to them and the promotion agreement is very much more collaborative with an option agreement is granted the developer chooses whether or not to buy the land a promotion agreement leaves the choice whether to sell with the landowner if the planning process does not enhance the land value as much as expected the landowner could choose not to sell at all that's where the minimum sale value comes in and that's where a developer would insist that if that value is reached then it would be sold and that would be a requirement that I would make sure if my client was a developer that that would be in and then if I was working for the landowner I would make sure that price is as high as possible to gain the most value from the property if you were to sell it. Relationship between the parties is a well-drafted agreement will set out parties' obligations clearly in an option agreement. Promotion agreement may be less precise, but it relies on the parties working together, which requires a mutual trust and introduces concepts like cooperation and good faith. However, I would make sure certain clauses are in place to make sure each party is protected going forward and people know where they stand and when the land can be sold or not, because if people are putting their time in to the effort and putting their time and money into it, they would want to know when they could take it over and wouldn't want a good faith or woolly clauses that wouldn't fit to their expectation. And it can lead to more disputes over fair dealing and parties' legitimate expectations. So it's very important to make sure, even with a promotion agreement, it is tightly worded of what the expectations are, even just a schedule of what expectations should be to refer to, not to just leave it open-ended. One common issue for negotiation is what guarantee the developer will have some sort of return on its work. Unless the agreement says something different, the landowner can always decide to sell the land before planning permission has been granted, so there would be no enhanced value to the developer to share. That would never happen in any agreement that I put in. It would be that the landowner would not be able to sell and the developer would have a charge or a unilateral notice on the land. So nothing, no dealings could happen with the land unless they gave permission. They could sell the land if they chose to, but the promotion agreement, option agreement would have to go with the land to the new owners so they would be obliged to carry on such contract. That would be the way that I would always draft this. The decision for which Property, which agreement is the best for the landowner will be the appetite for involvement in a promotion agreement or the developer and landowner relationship. The landowner needs to take considerable advice 
and to get accountant and tax positions to ensure the agreement represents the party's intentions but also gives the best value to the landowner and developer. I always suggest when you are doing agreements like this to have the landowner's accountant, surveyor, lawyer and even the developer in some discussions to come together to come to the best agreement for tax positions for the landowner and if acting for the developer, the best profit positions for the developer. If I can be of any assistance, I hope that's been really useful. Please feel free to give me an email at joshua at alliancelegal.uk or 01548434009. Thank you for listening to The Legal Breakdown and I look forward to catching up with you soon.